0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse Jesse the planet's here. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. I want to say a happy Thanksgiving to all you that are watching in America and all you that are overseas. Maybe it's not Thanksgiving week for you guys. Happy Thanksgiving to you too. In other words, just do a week of Thanksgiving. Watch God just bless you beyond your wildest dreams. Do you know how powerful a grateful heart is? I'm going to tell you something. This sermon today, the power of thank you, it's one of the most important words I believe God's ever put in our language, you. You, it makes people smile when you do that. So let's go into this wonderful message, the power of thank you. And you know what, let's have a heart of gratefulness and gratitude of this Lord Jesus Christ that gave his life for us. Watch and be blessed. You know, God is so good and gracious and we want to talk about that word thanks, thank you and thanksgiving. I think that one word, Kathy, goes over all languages of the world. It makes people smile when you say thank you.
1: That's right. Thank you. Yes. It is
0: such a (laughs) blessing of the Lord uh, to say thank you. Thanks. And I I don't care what nationality, creed, whatever. When you tell someone thank you, you can see it on their face. You express to them that you care.
1: Yeah, especially when it comes from the heart. Because it's just words unless it's coming out of your heart. When it comes out of your heart, it also not just comes out of your mouth. You see it in your eyes.
0: And, you know, we want to start this thing off since it's Thanksgiving Day, and I know y'all probably watching this and I'm so full, I don't know what to do with myself, and that's good. But, you know, we had a president, a great president, his name was George Washington, who gave a proclamation. Now, you know, Kathy, uh, I can remember, I've I've lived with a lot of different presidents. You are not as old as George,
1: though. No,
0: I wasn't. No, I was older than George. I mean, to
1: be... No, was.
0: I mean, I, I didn't meet George. You know, <laughs> Not he, he passed away right before I was born. <laughs> no, no, I'm just joking. Um, you don't hear many presidents use the name of Jesus. Most of them just say God. And I understand why from the political kickback, because we are a nation of all different nationalities, colors, creeds, religions, and things of that nature. But as far as my concern, we are a Christian nation because it was founded upon Judeo-Christian principles and ethics. And George Washington, our first president, and I'm going to read some of this. This is a proclamation that he gave, if you don't mind, unless you want to read it. You go ahead. No, Would you sure? I'm sure. Okay. This is what he said in 1789. She was supposed to read, but I decided to read it. Let
1: me have my, other, my oh, sheets okay. behind it because oh, yeah, I'll sure. follow along make sure you get it right. Oh,
0: yeah. Glory <laughs> to God. It says, where is it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God? Now, this is coming from a president. Think about that. To obey his will. Can you imagine that today? Could you imagine John Kennedy saying that, JFK? Can you imagine Dwight David Eisenhower, Richard Nixon? These are the people that I uh, knew as presidents. Uh, You know, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan. You know, just name just a few. Can you imagine somebody saying this? Whereas it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God. Boy, they don't do that today. To obey his will. To be grateful for his benefits. And humbly to implore his protection and favor. And whereas both houses of Congress have by their joint committee requested me to recommend to the people of the United States a day of public Thanksgiving. You mean to tell me that both houses got together and agreed on something?
1: Yeah, it can be done.
0: Yeah, if you use the word thank you. Uh
1: uh-huh.
0: Isn't that something? Watch this. Let me say, to recommend to the people of the United States a day of public Thanksgiving and prayer to be observed by acknowledging with grateful hearts the many signal favors of Almighty God, especially by affording them an opportunity peaceably to establish a form of government for their safety and happiness. Now, therefore, I do recommend and assign Thursday, the 26th day of November, next to be devoted by the people of these states to the service of that great and glorious being who is this beneficent author of all the good that was, that is, or that will be. Can you imagine any congressman, senator, president, governor saying these words today?
1: Yeah.
0: this is what this nation was founded upon Mm -hmm. this is coming from the top and recommended by both houses of congress Mm -hmm. we have a
1: great history in our nation
0: that we may then all unite in rendering unto him our sincere and humble thanks for his kind care protection of the people of this country previous to their becoming a nation for the signal of manifold mercies And the favorable interpositions of his providence, which we experienced in the course and conclusion of the late war, the great degree of tranquility, union and plenty, which we have since enjoyed. Mm -hmm. This is amazing to me. I I I can't imagine any political figure saying this today. Watch this, and in which we have been able to establish constitutions of government for our safety and happiness, and particularly the national one now lately instituted for the civil and religious liberty with which we are blessed. So he called freedom of religion a blessed thing. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something? And the means we have of acquiring and diffusing useful knowledge and in general for all the great and various favors which he has been pleased to confer upon us, And also that we may then unite in most humbly offering our prayers and supplications. Watch what he says to the great Lord and ruler of nations. This is President George Washington talking to us from the past right now. Mm -hmm. This is what this nation was founded upon. I ain't saying they were perfect. But look at this. The Lord and ruler of nations. And beseech him to pardon our national and other transgressions. Now he's asking for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. To enable us all, whether in public or private stations, to perform, and I like this, our several and relative duties properly and punctually to render our national government a blessing to all the people, watch this, by constantly being a government of wise, just, and constitutional laws, discreetly. Faithfully executed and obeyed to protect and guide all sovereigns. They had kings and things, and we still have queens today, and nations, especially as such, have shown kindness unto us. And he ends with this. And to bless them with good government, peace, and concord, to promote the knowledge and practice of true religion and virtue, and the increase of science among them and us. So he wasn't against science. And neither is religion, neither is God. And generally to the grant all mankind such a degree of temporal prosperity as he alone knows to be best, given under my hand at the city of New York, the third day of October in the year of our Lord, 1789. Don't you wish that would be happening today? Mm-hmm. Don't you wish that the, the president would come upon and, uh, and they'd say, ladies and breaking news. Mm-hmm. And the president would say, let's thank God that we have a nation that's free.
1: Yes. Well, a George, nation
0: that's secure, a nation that's protected.
1: Right. George Washington was known to be a man of prayer. In fact, they often, uh, you hear the story about when there was a group of people, I guess, gathered and when the government was being formed, they, and someone would ask, well, which one is George Washington, you know? They'd say he's the one kneeling down.
0: He's the one kneeling. And we have a,
1: a print of that in our ministry yeah. office, mm-hmm. near your office. And it serves to remind us that prayer should be the foundation of everything we do as a as a ministry, as a person, as an individual, as a family, but especially as a nation. And I love the fact that he wasn't just praying. In fact, he was telling, he was instituting this to encourage other people to pray and showing us what we should be praying for. And a lot of this is based on scripture and things, how we're supposed to That's be right. praying for the nations. And there are many, many instances in the Bible where we see different leaders and statesmen that called their nation back to repentance because they had a, a heart for prayer and repentance for the for Well, you the know,
0: Kathy, you remind me of this. If you have a leader that doesn't pray, he's not a good leader. He's not being directed by the God who created everything. People say, I don't believe in that. That still doesn't change it. See, a lot of people think because they don't believe in something, that changes it. No, it doesn't. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I was very, really impressed when President Trump was in office, when he asked Bishop Harry Jackson, who is now in the presence of God, who went home be with the Lord, right. to pray in the Oval Office. I was not expecting to hear what Bishop Harry Jackson would say or they would let him say. Because, you know, most presidents say God. And I understand why, as I said earlier, because of political ramifications. But Bishop Harry Jackson, who was a phenomenal black man, good, my great man, he prayed in the name of Jesus. Now, so say, well, I'm not Christian. Okay, that's between you and God. I say, I don't have a problem with that. That's, that's between you and God. But to be able to have the freedom to say that. Right. You know, I've been around Muslims and I didn't get offended when they used the name of Muhammad. That did not offend me because that's what they believed. And that's I've been around right. Buddhists right. that used the name of Buddha, and that, that, that did not offend me. It's amazing to me why people get offended when the name of Jesus is spoken. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it didn't offend me. I mean, if you want to be a Buddhist or if you want to be a Muslim or whatever, a, a, a Sikh, you know, in the Indian nation and from India, whatever, whatever. That, that's between you and God. But when you understand when a leader of such magnitude like George Washington and the Congresses who have fought from the day they came together, those two houses, to come together in one mind and one accord, they had enough sense to know hmm. that the word thank you is very powerful and we need to give thanks. Now I want to go to my constitution, <laughs> which is Philippians chapter four, right. the Bible. Paul writing to the church at Philippi, and he loved the church at Philippi. Sure.
1: Yeah, he started And he
0: said this in verse 6. Well, let me read verse 4. He said, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice, I had to say it twice. (laughs) Because people get mad at you if you're too happy. I have been rawly criticized because of my joy. They say, my God, ain't nobody can be that happy. Well, I am. (laughs) And why am I that happy? Because I'm better than anybody else? No, I just got enough sense to know. I thank God every day. Because every day above ground is a good day. And I thank God for all that he's done, all that he's doing, and all that he's going to do. So that's why I like to start with verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. He says, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Now, verse 6 is where I want to get to. Hmm. He says, be careful for nothing, but in everything. Now, what does everything mean to you? Everything, right? What does everything mean to you, Kathy? Everything. Everything. But in everything, watch this. By prayer, ah, the language of God, and supplication, with thanksgiving, Hmm. let your requests be made known unto God. Watch this. Why did he tell you to say thank you when you were praying and asking for things? Because he's going to answer your prayer. And then when he answers your prayer, verse 7 kicks in, Hmm. and the peace of God.
1: Yeah.
0: The peace from God, the peace with God, the peace of God which passeth all understanding, so it goes beyond your intellectual activity, and shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Mm. Jesus. Wow. That's why we have Thanksgiving. That's why uh, I'll tell you thank you when you do something for me, or you tell me thank you. Or um, people sometimes are so shocked if I go out, me and you go out, and we we eat out quite a bit because, you know, it's just me and Kathy now, you know. Jody's grown up, you know. Our, our grandbaby. We go out and eat with them, actually. And um, I thank people, you know. I said, "Boy, you did, you really served this well." Thank you, and it, it, you see a smile come upon their face. Mm-hmm. You know, a thank you. We are observing Thanksgiving Day for you that are watching all over the world. And if your country doesn't have one, start one in your house. Mm-hmm. I mean, pick a day. Pick a day, whatever one you want, and then invite your family and friends. Have a dinner. And say, said, we're going to thank God. We're going to thank God that he gave me a wonderful daughter. He gave me a wonderful son. That he gave me a home to live under. Well, I don't have much. I just, I, I'm, I'm in Africa. I'm living in a tent. Thank him for it. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, the peace of God that passeth all understanding will come inside of you. And no matter what the world is doing, that make any difference, God's word will come to pass. Mm -hmm. Now, when I read this proclamation, now, I never heard the voice of George Washington, Mm -hmm. but I could hear it through his words. Right. Right. And when what really struck me more than anything is that the recommendation came from both houses of Congress, Mm -hmm. which means they both had disagreements. But when he came to say thank you, Mm -hmm. think about that. They had just come out of a great war. Right. Revolutionary. The de- yeah, the yeah. Revolution- Revolutionary War. See, they declared the Declaration of Independence July the 4th, uh, 1776. So
1: this was but you had to 1789. Fight a war. That's right. So they had, well, how long was that? Well, over 10 76 years? 76 to 86 is 10. 13 years. That's 14 pat- years. 14, 14 years. years. They had pat- That had passed. But you know,
0: you can say I'm free, but freedom is Took free, a but it free. definitely isn't cheap. They you fought fight the battle for, for years. You have to fight for it. That's why you found George Washington on his knees a lot. Yeah. It would be nice. Now, I know it would freak out people if uh, our president, I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, or what you are, would kneel, mm. do something like that in front of, and it would shock the world. Would he get criticism? He or she, whoever it may be, as president? Because I don't have a problem with a woman being president. I don't, I don't care about that. What, or a man, it didn't make no difference. But to be able to say, you know, I humble myself before this nation. And before God Almighty. Now watch this. I believe in God because I know it's true. But I know some atheists. Now you ready for this? I'm going to get mad at me when I'm going to say this. But I respect their belief if that's what they want to believe because I was raised and birthed in a nation of freedom.
1: You know, you really can't say you respect their non-belief because they believe.
0: They believe. But it's in...
1: Against, they rub right. against something.
0: What I like about atheists, so I do like something, about, they talk more about God than Christians. <laughs> They're more of a witness. And by s- witnessing against God, it makes you think God all the time. They don't realize what they're doing. Yeah. I really think so. You Wasn't
1: know? there that movie? I could be wrong. I hope I'm right on this. I remember that movie we love to watch. Uh, we watch it every Christmas or uh, holiday season. Think, maybe it's Easter or whatever. Ben-Hur.
0: And I love it, Ben-Hur. And it starts out. Chewed Ben-Hur.
1: It starts out uh, a tale of the Christ. Yes. Ben-Hur, a tale of the Christ. And I think it was st- the man who wrote it, the way I heard the story, uh, wrote it because he set out to disbelieve Christianity, yet right. he was converted. Yeah. And it was so powerful. His, his heart was so I, changed I would... that he wrote this story, which we, we watch every year.
0: Because when it's all said and done, I mean, you, know, you have a right to believe anything you want. That's what's good about America, you know. And I would tell people today, don't ever criticize America. Is there a lot of things bad with it? Well, yeah. Yeah, because why? Because they got human beings in it. Everybody is no one's perfect. But to be able to go to a store and there is food, to be able to uh, have freedom of speech. And today, a lot of people are trying to take that away and let you say what they say.
1: They call it cancel culture.
0: Yeah, this is craziness. You can't change history, but you can change the future. Mm, that'll preach. You can't change history. can't change the past because the past never sees the future. But you can change the future. You can say, you know what? I was going to do that and I decided not to do that. Mm-hmm. So I made up my mind today as we come on this boardroom chat that we talk about Thanksgiving, you know, and everybody's cooking dinners and this, the wonderful smells of food and happiness and families being together and things of that nature. That's a blessing. Now, I want to make this announcement to those that get depressed during the holidays. You know, they do, you know, maybe because maybe they don't have family. Oh, well, I'll be your family. Yeah, I'll be you too. We may be distant. You may not know me. I may not know you. But that's not, that, that has nothing to do with it. Because faith destroys all distance between us and you.
1: Yeah, we should have had a turkey right here or something. Hallelujah. But we and ate it. And then we're like, we're at, <laughs> we ate, yeah. well, just for the taping and just but so we could participate, like you're on the other side of right. the table. You know what we do around our table. Is we always talk about what are you thankful for? And and there's always a wonderful time of remembering. And it's so important to remember Remember all the great things that we're thankful for and say those things. And
0: so when I read this, when I take this, this is my Constitution for Life. And I love this and I do this daily. And I want to go uh, to Psalms 95, Kathy. And look what it says in Psalms 95. And this is a wonderful verse. Psalms, Proverbs, that will help you if you don't know where it's at in the Bible, about the middle of the Bible. I like what it says in Psalm 95, verse 1. It says, O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation.
1: I read that at church this past Sunday. It's now watch this, verse 2.
0: Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving mm-hmm. and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms or with songs. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. Mm. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his. He made it. His hands formed the dry land. Verse 6. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our our maker. maker. Now I could go on. This is a powerful, powerful verse, powerful chapter, actually. So I come before him with thanksgiving. So when I pray, I I present my petition, my supplication, my petition and supplication with thanksgiving. Do you know why I know God will bless you? Because he told me to say thank you when I finish bread, which means he's going to answer. Right. And he said, if you delight yourself, therefore, in the Lord, he'll give you the desires of your heart, not his heart, yours. Hmm. But see, you have the heart of God, so you're only going to desire what he desires. It's just common sense. I, I, I enjoy my friends, and I don't have many of them. I have a, tons of acquaintances. I travel so much, I've met who, Lord, I don't know how many people. Uh, just the, yesterday, a, a good friend called me mm-hmm. to talk about my heaven vision. Uh-huh. You know, wanted the DVDs on it, so we got to send it out. Right. And i never forget what he said. He said, I'm tired of hearing piecemeal. I want the whole <laughs> thing so I can hear it all. Cause it just blessed me, and uh, who was that friend? You want to know? <laughs> it was Kenneth Copeland called me. Kathy, I was in my, I was in my, uh, what I call your my lazy nap boy chair. chair. My nap chair. <laughs> she came in. She said, uh, "Brother Copeland, want to talk to you?" I said, "Hey, Kenneth," and I just thought and he said, "Man, I want that DVD." We had a wonderful conversation. It was a blessing. I thank God for friends, cause Jesus said, "A friend stick it closer than a brother." And I love what He said. He said, "I call you friends." What he was saying, in essence, without using the word thank you, but thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being there. Isn't that good, ladies and gentlemen? Jesus calls you and me his friends. That's pretty good. And he's thankful for us. I like that. Glory to God. When you think about it, being thankful with God and others is walking in Jesus' footsteps. Why? Because Jesus had great gratitude, and gratitude is powerful. I want to tell you something. When I say thank you to people, they go, they look at me, what? I mean, and I'll say it to a very young girl as a waitress. I'll say, thank you. They look at me like I lost my mind because most of the time they don't hear that stuff. But it's a wonderful, wonderful word. Thank you. It means something powerful to people when you say it. See a smile come on their face. And I loved reading George Washington's proclamation. Like I said, I didn't hear his voice when he spoke it. That's our first president of the United States. But I could hear his heart Through those words. Think about that, man. It was a proclamation coming from President Washington's heart. Isn't that a blessing of God? Can I pray for you right now? Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you, Lord, to minister to people today and bless them and honor them and help them, Lord. They may be going through some tough times, but tough times don't last. Tough people do. Lord, let them understand what it means to say thank you. They may not realize they have anything to say thank you for, but they do. That's because of you in Jesus name. Oh, isn't that good? I just love just just speaking the word of God. And it's so wonderful, you know, and I love saying thank you all the time. You know, my mother and father taught me that. That's one thing my mom believed in is manners. She said, you're going to say thank you. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. All the time. Everything you do. And I've kept that all my life. And, and at the time you're watching this, I'm 73 years old, and I still say it. And I like saying it because it's a blessing of the Lord. I want to thank you for watching this broadcast. I really mean that. So you don't have to. you got a clicker in your hand. You just cut us off if you want to. But you don't. And I thank you for that. Stay right there. I want to show you some wonderful things happening around here. And I'll be back in just a moment to speak another word to you. You're going to be blessed. I mean this sincerely. So watch this now.
1: I believe that God has placed within each one of us a deep desire to live a better life. Whether it's a life free from pain, fear, or lack of any kind, God wants to bring that to pass for you. In my book, You Are Designed for Glorious Living, you'll discover how to achieve the better life God has for you. You know, long before you took your first breath, God had designs on you for glorious living. You Are Designed for Glorious Living, available at JDM.org.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I can't thank you enough again for watching this broadcast and partners. We could not do this without your faithful financial support. So Kath and I wanna say thank you. In over 46 years of preaching, and you've heard me say this many times, we've never had a financial deficit, not one time. And why is that? You ready for it? I trust you. You trust me and we both trust God. Let me tell you something about trust. It's one of the greatest gifts Anyone can ever give you. You should never break it because you may never get it back if you do. Or if you do get it back, it may take a lifetime. So thank you, partners. What you do is so gratefully appreciated. We've asked the Lord for every dollar given to our ministry to give us a soul into the kingdom. And that's what it's all about. So thank you for your Thanksgiving uh, partnership this week. What a blessing of God. I mean that sincerely. I just love them. See, when you send finance in, to me, it's not money. It's people. I'm reaching people. I'm changing lives one soul at a time. Once again, happy Thanksgiving to you no matter where you are in the world. I mean it, no matter where you are. And if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, do it in your own home. Take a week and just do that. And if you want to view the entire boardroom chat of today's program, the power of thank you, you can watch it online and on our free JDM app. You know why it's free? You used to have to charge for it because of partners. And and me and Kathy said, you know, the partners are are uh, are sending extra monies and doing that. Let's just make this thing free. Why why not? we're not trying to get something from you. We're trying to get something to you. And that's what it's all about. We've got a lot of projects going on here at Jesse the Planet's Ministries. That's one thing I will not be. I will not be lazy with your seed. I won't do it. You know, you work too hard for that. And I want hundredfold for you. And I want you to say, oh, God, thank you. That's the kind of God we serve. So once again, happy Thanksgiving to all you here in America and abroad. We love you. We appreciate you. Remember, there's never a day go by that we're not praying for you. Bye-bye. You know, God did not create you to be a failure. He created you to have a solid ending and to be a success. Our November partner offer is titled Enduring May Not Be Easy, but it gets you to the end. This message will show you how to stay steady, strong, so you can achieve and fulfill your purpose in life. Go to JDM.org and order it today. Do it now. Did you know angels are real? And many of them are here today. God's Word is full of supernatural experiences by people just like you and me. My new book, The Hidden Help, I share a few of those Biblical stories and some of my own personal experiences with angelic beings. Remember, this world isn't all there is. You are unique in God's creation and the hidden help is always here for you. Order your copy today at JDM.org. I told you here at this wonderful nativity, this is the beginning of the end. This is the reason why we have church today. The reason why we have, we have Lot may have lost the garden but we gained the heaven to put back everything because all of us are going back to Eden.